I didn't put mine up yet. I was planning on buying a new one, but um, I just didn't have the time. So I plugged it in, and only the bottom two levels lit up, and the top one's not lighting up. You have a <laughs> you have a pre-decorated tree, too? I have a pre-lit tree. Mm. But it's not LED lights. It's just pre-lit. And I think the lights in the top level is just done. So I'm considering getting a new one, but I just don't have the time. And I told the kids to help me. They came in, they saw that tree, and they just walked away, sucked their teeth, and walked away. And <laughs> like, yeah, and like Holly, you know, she had a growth spurt, and she's looking down on the tree like, this is a little tree, Mom. We need another tree. She about as tall as the tree now, right? She's taller than the tree. Mm. We're five nine. Say, John, how tall is the tree? Happy. It's time for a new tree. Yes, it is. They end the, of trees be lying because mine is supposedly a six foot tree. The 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 what's the te- the top of the tree though is bent. I bent it to put the butterfly on. Um, but I don't. Know, the, I, y'all won't believe that the lights that I bought are net lights. So they're supposed to be for your bushes outside. Oh. And. It was bad, but you could split them apart. So that's what I did. That's I cool. put the that's net cool. over the tree and then split the the lights. Where did you get the lights from? Walmart. Everything came from Walmart. I bought too much um decorations. I'm taking that back for a return. It's nice. I like the colors. It's cute. Thank you. It Thank goes you. With your it does. Thank you very much. So almost happy Merry Christmas. Welcome to the This Is Thirty podcast. It's your host Jernique, and I'm here with the. A few of my nearest and dearest friends. I'm here with Jean. I'm not going to call her Sejour because that's not her name. Um, do you want to tell the people your real name? No, I'm good. Okay. Jean's good. Jean, I'm here with Jean, who I call Sejour, so you might hear me say Sejour a few times. Um, and I'm also here with Jalissa. Wow. <laughs> and I, I thought about that before I said it. So now it seems like I don't like you or I don't know you. And I know how to say your name, Jalisa, but I don't call Jalissa or Jalisa Jalisa. I call her Jay. Well, in the words of Holly, you Lisa. You Lisa. So welcome to the This Is 30 podcast. Happy Monday. Happy ride to work. Uh, happy waking up from your bed. All of you who are tuned in, thank you for tuning in. Um, I have these two here with me today, and we're going to talk about some things. Um, they're both mothers. Um, I'm really going to talk to Jean more than Jay, but Jay is here supporting. Um, um, Jean is married. She has two kids. She's been how long have you been married? Fourteen years. Wow, that's a lifetime. <laughs> I feel like that doesn't happen anymore. Um, but shout out to Jean. Um, so. The first question I wanted to ask Jean, because Jean is a little bit older than me. How old are you? I'm 39. Okay. So she's a little bit older than me. And um, so she, I'm at the beginning of the 30s. She's at the end of the 30s. So she has lived. She got a lot of knowledge that she can drop off for me. Um, the first question I want to know is how, how or what was life like when you had just turned 30? Well, when I just turned 30, I was a mom of two babies. Already? Yes. I had my first at 27 and then my second at 28. And then my children back to back. So I was a new mom still. I had an infant and a toddler when I was 30. So I wasn't thinking about the same things that you were thinking about. I wasn't getting enough sleep. I was working full time. I was a wife, well, still a wife full time and a mom of two small children full time. So I had my hands full when I turned 30. Did you have kids right after getting married or did you, um, 
did you like wait a little bit? Oh, uh, we waited. Okay. <clears throat> we waited. <clears throat> I had my first two years after marriage. Now, what about like your your friends or like your peers? When you were 30 with two kids, did you find that you had some peers around you that were the same age who were not in the same boat? Absolutely. I mean, I have a group of friends that I went to college with. There's eight of us and only four of us are married with children and the other four aren't married with children. So I definitely have friends who were available and able to just, you know, live their life independently at 30, as opposed to me and a couple of other friends who were home nursing babies and raising a family. I think that that's interesting because I find that all the people I hang out with, majority, we're all in the same boat. Like, you know, we're, none of us are really married. None of us have, oh, well, actually, I'm lying. Uh, Perlene has kids. Joanna has kids. Um, but nobody I know is married yet. Um, so I think it's, it's unique that you were friends with people who were in your same boat and people who weren't in your same boat. Okay. So when I, moving forward, when I had, <clears throat> so I'm sick, guys. So... If you hear my voice fainting or like me scratching my voice, it's because I have a sore throat. I'm not really sick. I just have a sore throat. Um, so I remember when I posted the This Is 30 video, um, you posted about like not having regrets, but noticing that there were things that um, you see 30-year-olds now doing that you can't necessarily do because you're a wife and a mom of two kids. Um, can you speak on that a bit? Well... Um, just to piggyback on what you said, as a young, educated black woman, we intimidate people around us to begin with. But um, like I said in, in, in that posting, you guys you know, can take your time and do what you need to do. But I don't have regrets as to being married and, I guess, tied down at 30. But part, part of my life goals is to travel and do things and see things and go places. And, <clears throat> sorry haven't been able to do that yet because my children are still relatively young and I need to be available for them. But um, I'm not envious, but I do wish that I could travel whenever I want to and do things. And, and I have to get my schedule set around them, around them, mm. them, not just my children, but also my husband. Right. Right. So I just want, like, do you think, do you see things happening with the 30 crowd now, that wasn't necessarily happening when you turned 30. Like, what what parts of life do you notice are extremely different? Well, with the change of social media, with the change of technology, there's a lot of things you guys have available to you that wasn't available to me when I was 30. Mm -hmm. And just like with this podcast, that's not something that was feasible, that was, you know, imaginable when I was 30. Right. Maybe I could have done a, a podcast about being a new mom mm. and a working mom when I was, you know, right, they right. had blogs, but it wasn't a popular thing to do. Right, right. So you guys have, I would say, an unlimited amount of resources to reach places that you wouldn't have been able to reach 10 years ago. Right, right. Um, <clears throat> before turning, let's just talk about maybe the 20s. Mm -hmm. um, before getting married, um, did you, did you have like these expectations? Like I want to be in this position by the time I'm 30 or did life just happen for you? A little <clears throat> bit of both. It was a little bit of both. I, um, had expectations. I had plans because I was raised to, you know, go to school, get a job, get married, 
have children, blah, 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 right? But at the same time, in the back of my head, I had this idea, okay, if this doesn't work out, what am I going to do? So I had career goals. At the time I got married, I was 25. I got married at 25. I only had a bachelor's degree, so I had career goals. I had to. I wanted to get my master's degree. I wanted to move. I, I, I had no intention of staying in New Jersey. If I didn't get married, I was going to move somewhere else, maybe, maybe go cross-country, go to Canada, whatever. So I always had a little backup plan, but... Fortunately, it worked out the way I was raised to, right? To to do things. So here we are. Jay, you're in your early thirties, so I have a question for you. Like, um, is your goal like I wouldn't say goal, but do you? Of course, we all have dreams to be married, but did you have goals for yourself at a certain age? Like, did you think you would be married already by now? Yes, I did think I was gonna be married. Okay, so it doesn't make you sad that you're not married right now. No, it don't make me sad. I'm like I'm okay with it, but I would say people that's around me, they are married and mm. they're younger than me. Okay, so you have like kind of an opposite experience mm-hmm. than I do. People in your view and around you are all committed, married, um, things. So that adds a different type of pressure, I think. Yeah, that like is. with the circle, you know, I'm just drinking Henny every weekend, you know, that's how <laughs> 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 I'm watching everybody get engaged. I'm just kidding. I don't even drink Henny every weekend, like every other weekend. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So I just wanted to know, like, if that's like a common theme around us women, you know, um, wanting to be married. Cause I really want to be married. Sejour keeps saying, take your time. Um, you know, clearly I can't be married tomorrow because I wouldn't say that I have like a prospect, you know, so that, that wouldn't be, that wouldn't work out, but it is my desire. Like we going to be old. Have y'all seen the meme? Have y'all seen the meme of like the, like, it looks like grandparents, like elderly kids. Mm -hmm. And it says this going to be me pulling up to my kids high school graduation. (laughs) (laughs) But since I waited till I was 40 to have them, that's, that's how I feel. I just hope that I'm still able to relate to my kids mm-hmm. if I have them a little bit older, you know? But you know what? This day and age, you can have kids at any age. And like I told you, take your time because being married, it's not an easy thing. Right. I encourage it. I encourage it. I applaud you guys for wanting to be married, but it shouldn't be the only goal in life. It should be the ultimate goal in life because not marriage is not for everybody. Right, You right. have to have a certain personality for marriage mm. and you have to understand it's no longer about you before I got married um my parents sat me down and said it's no longer about you it's no longer yours or mine or his or hers it's ours right okay I'm you selfish be, you become one and you have to be able to make compromise <clears throat> until you're willing to make compromise both you and your spouse then it's not going to work out. It's all about compromise. Mm-hmm. People used to tell me that one before. I'm like, what, compromise? What? What do you mean? You know, but you have to compromise. You have to be able to communicate. Communication is key. If you can't communicate, if you hold things in, if you, you know, you're, you're petty and let things go, it's not going to work out. Because you remember you guys said that it's different now. People don't stay married for a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, every day, it's, it's a challenge. But you have to be willing to face that challenge and you have to ultimately love the person unconditionally and it has to be both ways you can't just be i love him and he doesn't 
love me as much as I love him. It has to go both ways. Do you think me and my friends were talking about this um, recently? Do you think the man should love a woman more or the woman should, the woman should love? Well, I, I guess I don't want to even ask a woman. Do you think the man should love a woman more? No. You think it should be equal? It should be equal. Mm. It should be equal. Do you think the man has to show it more, though, in like a more observant way than a female does? Like, what, what do you mean by that? I just feel like, um, I don't know. I just feel like women, we're, we love naturally. Mm-hmm. And we love, I, I don't know if I would say quickly, but I feel like we love outwardly naturally. Mm-hmm. So I feel like sometimes in order to really gauge how a man feels he has to be outward and it may it may cause in a like relationship it may cause his to just look a little bit more than yours because maybe a female is trying to suppress her feelings or just not seem too thirsty like I don't know I don't know I I it it, I think it depends on the individual okay like I remember when my husband and I was dating and I was having issues with my car and he just took the car and went and got me new tires. That's love. He didn't have to. Right. We weren't like in, we were just committed to each other. We weren't like engaged or anything. We were just early in the relationship. Um, there are other times where he'll just say, hey, baby, let me get your car. Let me go take it to the car wash. Just simple little things like, all right, he loves me because he don't want me driving around in a dirty car or in a car where the tires are not safe. That's love. And there are times too, he'll buy me flowers. That's that's outwardly showing love, but I re, I first I prefer the internal gestures, like just telling me you love me, mm, just telling okay. me you appreciate me, or thanking me for whatever that I've done. So you like direct communication? I do. Okay, I do. You have to tell me. I'm a little slow. You have to tell me like, <laughs> you can do whatever you want. If you don't tell me, then I don't know. <laughs> uh, you prefer that over gifts and things of that nature. I told my or husband you... to stop giving me flowers. I said instead of spending sixty dollars or forty dollars, whatever you spend on that flower, give me that money. I could take it to the mall and and, and, and drop drop mm-hmm. it on something. Give me the money instead. But isn't the gesture still a nice thing? It is. I'll still get on him for on Valentine's Day or my birthday. He doesn't do something extra. Right, right. You know? But just for random, just tell me you love me. We want to give me flowers, just, hey, here, here's $40. <laughs> go to the mall. I was going to get you some flowers, but go here's $40. To, go, go get to, something else. Go to the you know? mall. <laughs> All right. Um, so, since you get to be an observer to, you know, this new dating world, and those of us who are live. struggling. Yes, that's my question. <laughs> what do you love about not being 30 and single in this day and age? I like to approach people. I like people to approach me. Mm. Maybe because I'm older and not part of this new technology generation. I can't. I I don't see me sitting in front of the computer and just scrolling through pictures of men and reading their bios trying to. Meet somebody. Talk to me. Talk to me. I have nothing against it. I mean, there's a lot of success stories of, you know, people finding people online and and, and finding love online. I I know a lot of people who's done it, but it's just not something I don't know I could do. But I'm just saying that because I'm not in that situation where I'm looking for love and can't because I'm busy and I don't have time to go out there and be in the love, in the, you know, club scene. Right. But personally, where, I, I don't know. Where do you find. I, I feel like I ask this question like once a month. I'm 
I, I'm intrigued as to where you find love if you're purposefully looking. Because I feel like naturally you could find your husband at your job. Mm-hmm. You could find him in Barnes and Nobles when you just, I think James said something about Barnes and Nobles in past episodes. You could find him at a party. Yep. I feel like this generation, to be honest, I feel like they, uh, they look towards social media and most likely the club. Yes. Like, or outings. I don't want to say the club because the club is not always the club. Mm-hmm. But they look at outings mm-hmm. and social media as their direct source yeah. for finding the love of their life or a man. This is true. And I don't, I, I feel like that's such a narrow pool, like, you know, to look through mm-hmm. for when you're looking for love. Where did you meet your husband? My husband and I met in school, met in high school. Okay. We were both 14 years old. Man, what a yeah. love story. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if you want to meet somebody that's on your, your level, you got to look in some place where he can meet you intellectually. Do I need to go to wall street? You know what? Sidebar. I remember going with my friend to wall street one year college and we, that's when they used to let people go inside the uh, stock exchange. Mm -hmm. And this dude really followed. He was one of the guys working on the floor. He really followed me outside um, to the streets. Now they scared to show any type of interest. You, 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 if you want somebody Sometimes. on Wall Street, you need to go to Wall Street. I just if, need if you somebody. want somebody who's you know financially intelligent, you need to frequent those places where they hang really? out. If you want somebody who's spiritual, you might not find him in the church, but go to the um. Places where spirit go. Okay, go online, look at stuff that you know these young church folks in your age group are doing, and go to those social places. So the type of man you want, you need to frequent the type of uh, exactly. social activities or exactly. areas you think he would be. Exactly. In. Jay, do you agree? I'm learning, so yeah. <laughs> really? I mean, yeah. if you don't want somebody who's a party animal and who likes to drink. You're not gonna find him at the bar. Mm-mm. You're not gonna find him at a the bar. A word. <laughs> that's. I mean, I'm not. I'm not speaking from experience. I'm right, just. Right. This, this is just my opinion. This is just speaking from what I observe. You know? I need a yin and yang. I need somebody who knows how to have a good time, but is also very intelligent, mm-hmm. very hardworking. Um. So that's. I feel like sometimes that's the the weird balance. Cause I do think that most of the the like people like myself, I'm not in the club every day, but I I I'm out sometimes. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a lot of people like me, you know, who mm-hmm. like they're they hardworking, they they're educated, and they they like to have a good time. Right. So that's what. Cause I don't want to meet somebody too far left or too far mm-hmm. right, and mm-hmm. then like we don't. There's right. something we don't click. Right, like or an area we don't click in. Right. For if, for instance, you meet somebody at a club somewhere, and they tell you they like to go in clubs, but y'all, you know, you guys match intellectually, right, emotionally, right. physically. But he says he likes to go to clubs, but you don't really like to go to clubs. And then the relationship blossom, and next thing you know, you're married, you settle down. And he still loves his club life, but you're not about that club life. And guess right. what? It's not going to work out. Right, right. I think that a lot of people are, a lot of people think that marriage and commitment, I think that in many cases it does, I think that your situation should change you. 
if you like love the person. Mm -hmm. So even if you like clubbing or whatever, I just feel like if you find somebody that's more enjoyable than the club, Mm -hmm. it's going to make you sit at home more. You know what I'm saying? Not that you changing him, but you just, you want to spend your time with this person or doing different things. Um, so um, we're praying it, it, it comes with for hours. It comes we're with maturity, <laughs> but you have to be patient at the same time right? because you might reach the level of maturity before the, the man. I think, don't, don't you think all women mature before men? 95% of us. Yeah, because speaking from experience, when I got married, my husband, I reached that level of maturity before he did. I know he had it there. I just had to wait for him to catch up with me, right. especially after I had my kids, you know, mm. especially after my second child. Like, come on, you you can't keep hanging out with so-and-so. You can't know this weekend is not a good weekend for you to go out because I don't feel well and we got these two kids. Right, right. He didn't always get it, but eventually it clicked. Right, right. But I don't know if everybody has the patience to wait for the person to catch up. Right, right. Because I saw the potential. I, I saw that he's going to eventually come around. I mean, there, there there had to be some pushing and nudging and some um, choice words exchanged. <laughs> 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 but eventually he caught on. I think that I love to hear about um, personal and characteristic related struggles because I think that's the struggles that marriage mm-hmm. Are, is about or the the struggles that are supposed to be present in marriage it shouldn't every issue in marriage i will scream this until my lungs collapse every issue that is overcome in marriage does not have to be infidelity it can be other things like absolutely trying to you know match this person mentally or just trying to like shift thinking there's so much more in this world to be struggling and fighting for than my man cheated on me. Like, so I'ma love him through this. Like, it's annoying. You have to get to know the person. And oftentimes, if you haven't lived with the person, you don't know. For example, I met my husband in, in high school. We didn't get married till we were 25. And we didn't move in to, to, with each other until we got married. married. So I had to d- discover this whole new side of him. And he had to discover this whole new side of me. And I would say the first three years of our marriage, I was nitpicking. I was nagging. I was annoyed. Hmm. I was terribly annoyed with some of his habits that I didn't know existed until we got married. But if you love the person unconditionally and they, just, they, they show that they love you unconditionally, you work through everything. There's things that my husband still do to this day that I've been, that annoys the heck out of me. But I just... I learned to live with it. I learned to love his flaws too. Right, right. You know, and he's learned to. I'm an angel. I I, I get on my own nerves sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he's learned to just live with, with me for who I am. And he and he 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 accepts everything that I bring to the package. I mean, I'm not just me. I have my my brother that I tag along with me everywhere. I have my friends that I tag along with me. Um, I have my parents that actually stays with us when they're in the country. I mean, he accepts the whole package and I don't have to explain who I am and the decisions I make. He still questions the decisions I make, but I don't have to really explain because he he's come to expect certain things out of me. Right. You learn each other. Yeah. You learn each other and you weigh out your, your, um, what's the word I'm looking for? 
you weigh your gains. You weigh out your gains and your losses. Right, right. I mean, is it worth the, the, the not the headache, but is, is, is it worth the challenge? Right, right. And right now we, we're at a plateau. And it's at a high plateau. We're not at a low. We're at a high plateau. And we hope it stays there. Right. Until college starts for the children. Then we will. We, we, Y'all could go to you know? Mars. You know? <laughs> you know? But right now we're at a level. He understands me. I understand him. We don't question each other's thinking. Or we have, we have similar goals. We have similar choices, similar goals, but not similar tastes. Mm-hmm. We're the That's a nice way to put it. Okay. I like this. He likes that. I like traditional. He likes modern. But we, we, we mesh it together and make it work. And make it work. Okay. So um, my next question is, what are some trends that you have noticed in men and women um, in this day and age that you, you did not notice um, before? Or do you think it's really different year, same games? I think there's some difference. Okay. I think it's all about the eye. It's all about the me, the my. So you think it's it, we live in a more narcissistic culture? I think so. Mm, that's a nice uh, observation. Look at social media. It's all about stunting for the gram and posting on Facebook. But even with married couples. Now, mm. you've known me for a while. You've never seen me post personal things that's happening in my house. Right, right. right. But now everybody live out there. Everybody's in the reality show. Live out loud. They live, they got, they own reality shows on Facebook and Facebook is not paying them a dime. Not, not no, not, not, not at all. Then not you wondering all. why everybody looking at you funny when you ain't posted your husband in six months, <laughs> but you post him every day before right. that. Right. Get out of my business. Yeah, you yeah, put us put in. Out. Right. I want to know what happened. <laughs> you know and I even teach my kids that you may hear mommy and daddy talking about stuff. You may witness things in, in the house. What happens in my house stays in my house. Right. Don't go telling your friends or anybody, well, my mama said this or my mama did. No. Some things are meant to be for the home. Some conversations are meant to stay between you and the person. Pillow talk is what it is. Just pillow talk. Stays on the sheets. Okay. (laughs) You don't go around telling anybody. No one should know all your ins and outs. Right. And I think that really affects people's relationship nowadays because they want to they want to vent to social media yeah. about everything. Yeah, I mean, if you look at my my, my uh, I only have Instagram. If you look at my Instagram, it's mostly pictures of my kids and family things, but nothing personal. Right. I think I only got one or two posts of my husband in my on my account. Right. So, I do you notice anything else? So, like you, I think that is very. Um, that's very related to a me, my culture, because pe- you not if you're spreading all your information on social media, you're not thinking of the we. You're just thinking mm-hmm. of me. How many likes am I going to get? How many comments? It's a very, you know, it's selfish. Mm-hmm. Anything else that you notice, like amongst men and women, that's just different now that, you know, wasn't wasn't prevalent or common when you were younger? I think... And again, it's just my opinion. People are not into compromise, like I said before. Yeah, I would agree. They're not, especially us women. I mean, I'm not there's a difference <clears throat> between compromising and settling. Right. You shouldn't settle for less than what you're worth. Mm-hmm. Okay. But at the same time, you have to be able to compromise a little bit. All right. I. 
people are not up for, to me I don't, I don't think a lot of young folks men and women are up for compromising they don't because you have to crawl before you walk before you run right and a lot of times folks wants to just get up out the crib and start taking off running they don't want to put in the hard work i agree they don't want to hit the pavement before they get to where they're going they just want to get up and fly i think that the world though like has done that to us because it's taught us to be strong and all for what we want and i do think that you're right i think that the settling conversation gets convoluted with the compromise conversation so women are like you know i'm not accepting a man that doesn't have this this that that and the third and it's like but if he got four out of five ma and he's the love of your life you still saying you're not gonna do it because he doesn't meet the fifth one like that's something that's i think being taught nowadays because you're being taught that you you somebody is going to have it. Mm-hmm. If he don't have it, somebody else is going to have it, so you don't have to say yes to him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know how healthy that is for men or women, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I don't know how healthy and that every is. Every young woman you meet is not going to look like that that girl that you saw in the magazine or Instagram. She might be short with, you know, short hair or whatever. Give her a chance, and she might end up being the love of your life. She might be the one that provides for your children. You know? We got to let the Lord work on me because if he not six feet, <laughs> taller, you. dark I feel skin, you. I feel you. we might, we, I'm not compromising. No, no, you can't compromise on everything. <laughs> certain things, certain standards, you have to stick to your standards. And the six foot standard is a standard that always <laughs> that's must be. That's saying. You have to have standards. You can't just go, I mean, for somebody who's five feet and you six one, you know, this just work. Physically to me in my head, that wouldn't work. <laughs> However, I mean, if if you said like if it's four out of five. Right. You know, you want that that banker, but my dude, he went to, you know, Lincoln Tech and he's a mechanic and he's good with his hands. He has a good heart. He has a solid plan for the future. He's never going to be that financial planner. Why let that get in the way of you building a life with him? And you never know where his hands and the the line of work he's in could take him. Exactly. Right. Okay. I like that. Um, I guess my last question for the evening. No, um, I'm not ready yet. Um, <laughs> my last question for the evening is how are you able to navigate with your personal passions? Like, being married and, um, you know, being a mother, my sister, just to give you a little story, my older sister, who I always say, say, reminds me of, um, my sister tells me all the time that I'm lazy and not in the sense of being like, I'm a lazy person, but she's just like your generation and the world we live in today, there is nothing you can't do. And Mm -hmm. I hear you talk and you want to do so much and you can. Why aren't you doing it? I'm here with my five kids, my husband. I can't do it. And I wish I had time. You're free. Do it. So I I'm I gave that story just to ask like how easy or difficult is it to like pursue your personal passions? Do you have any um I know you're a doctoral student right now. Mm-hmm. Um maybe you want to talk about that a little bit. Um my personal 
needs, my personal goals and aspirations was on hold for a long, long time, for at least 10 years, the last 10 years. Um, but now that my kids are older and they're less dependent on me, I'm slowly but surely gaining my independence in terms of going for what I want. Okay. Um, like you said, I just started a, a doctorate program a few months ago. Just finished the whole semester. Woo woo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was a, that's, that's a, uh, people say, why do you want to do it? It's, it's, it's a vanity degree. It's for me. Right. Because when I'm done, ultimately it's not going to be something that people not going to know. Cause I could just go somewhere and say, Hey, I'm Dr. Sejour. You must refer to me as such. I mean, I don't think I have that personality, but <laughs> it's gonna be nice it's to have the nice. option, right? <laughs> yeah, you know, this this is this is about me. Um, but I'm slowly but surely once I'm done with this doctorate program, the sky's the limit. I'm gonna go uh, uh, maybe start a podcast too, or, or or write a book, or definitely gonna have the freedom to travel a little bit more. Um, I have to say, <coughs> this year I'm going on a girls' trip for the first time. In a long, long time, in a long, long time since I got married, I haven't been able to travel with my girlfriend. So I'm going to travel in August with some friends. And I'm Oh, how we take that for granted. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, yeah. We never really think about the moms and the wives who like really can't do stuff like that all the time um, because of your responsibility. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to the time. And, you know, people say, don't rush, don't rush it. Don't let the kids grow up so fast. You're going to regret it. But at the same time, I have to look forward to regaining my identity of who I really am. Because I'm not just mom. I'm not just wife. I, I, I Right. You, you know? You, you're somebody before yeah. all of that. Yeah. And I want to I revisit her again. I want mm. her to come back. Because she's, she's in the back burner. She's locked in a room somewhere. And she's trying to get out. I'm not trying to say about, you know, don't, don't get me confused. I don't want to be single. I don't want to have to look for, you know, a relationship. I'm happy with Fluke. Maybe... When the kids are older, we could pick up where we left off before they came back, came in our lives. We could just so they out. changed the dynamic of your relationship. Did. They definitely did. Uh, uh, Luke was no longer number one. Mm. Oftentimes, he's number four in the family. You know, but it switches. Okay. Sometimes he's number one because you know if you know our history, what happened in the past. You know. Sometimes it's number one. Sometimes right. my daughter is my priority. Sometimes my son's need. Because I can't put everybody's need as number one at once. It, takes, uh -huh. it, it shifts. Right, And right. sometimes I'm number one. When I have to sit down in front of the computer and get my work done and get that right. paper finished, this is what I'm focusing on. I'm number one. So it's it fluctuates. It's back and forth. But I'm not where I want to be yet. But with, the, with time, that's something to look forward to. Right. Okay. Um, y'all want to play song association, okay. even though my voice is off, um, song association is like a game. It's a game. Do you want to play a game? <laughs> um, song association is a game where I give you a word and you have to think of a song that has that word in it and just sing it. Mm, you really want me really singing? Want to do that? Yes, just try it out. We'll just do two rounds. We don't have to do that much. Okay, so my first word is gold. Living my life like it's gold. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, y'all sing the same song. Okay. Silver and gold. 
Who <laughs> sings that? That's her first one. I'd rather have you. Oh, okay. I know that song. I think. Um. Okay, let me think of one more word. Black. Boom. Black for some reason, all I can think of is Kodak Black. And I don't even know any of his songs. <laughs> he's in jail right now. He is? Yes, Good. he's in jail. Um, oh. <laughs> my president is black. My Lambo is blue. <laughs> and I'll be damn if my diamonds ain't. <laughs> black and yellow, black and yellow. Oh, that's a good yes. one, too. One more, because um, I, I was stupid by that one. Okay, let me think of one more. Um, Chair. I gotta make it hard. Chair. I can't even think of a chair one. Oh. All right, let me give you guys an easy one. Light. Light. Just light. give me the light. Okay. Just give me the light. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Paul vibes. <laughs> Turn the lights down low. Y'all hear Jay singing in here? She trying to get her record deal, so... <laughs> If you work for Universal or Bad Boy Entertainment, <laughs> make sure you holla at her um, with the Lauren Hill vibes. Um, okay, that was good. Y'all are good at Song you Association. You gotta invite me back again. I, I, I like this. I gotta invite you when there's a whole gang of people here, too. Oh, that would be it, awesome. It's, um, it's a fun time. But um, any closing words that you guys have to say? Anything you want to ask me? Uh, Tell me I would have to ask you questions. I would have roasted. Oh no, no, no. You don't have to. But if anything, <laughs> if anything is on your brain, you're welcome to ask. But other than that, if you have closing words, if you want to tell the people some things to get them through their Monday morning. Pray. Pray every day. Pray your works. Oh yes. It, I've it been sure through does. some stuff in my life. Especially these last two years. If it wasn't for prayer, man, I don't know where I would be. I don't know where I would be. Just that's pray. that's a that's a Fendi fact. Mm. Jay, any closing words? Mm. I like what she said. Pray. Yeah. All right, stay prayed up, people. Um, thank you for listening to the This Is Thirty podcast. Thank you for listening to my scratchy voice, and thank you to Jean and Jay for coming on. We'll see day. you next week. Bye. Goodbye.